Hey folks, and welcome to this week's podcast. We're in the midst of the holiday season here, and I hope you're doing well. I know some people have a hard time with this season. This is something that always comes up every year on the radio show. I usually love to do a a holiday-themed radio show. I love Christmas music. I got a million great old records, Christmas records. Uh, But this year, I'm taking the week off because the 23rd, which is the day my show was scheduled for, Saturday, is my daughter's birthday, and we've got a million relatives in town, and we usually have a big party the evening of the 23rd. So this podcast is made up of a show from a year ago, from December 24th, 2016. So it's the day after my daughter's birthday. All my relatives were here, and instead of me going to do the show, my wife said, why don't we bring everyone to the radio show? And it was such a strange idea, but then I thought, you know, that's a great idea. So I offered all my relatives a chance to pick a Christmas record and to talk about why they picked it and maybe give some Christmas memories. Some of them declined. They're just sitting in the back. Uh, laughing and enjoying the show, but most most folks did pick a record. I thought this was great radio. I really, uh, it turned out a million times better than I anticipated it would. I'm not sure why, but everyone was in a great mood, and I just thought it was super interesting. So uh, sit back and, and listen to this. A bunch of music and a bunch of interesting uh, folks who are not professional radio people. Also, Gaylord drops by. That's always good. WFMU's Gaylord. Uh, I hope your Christmas is great. I hope your New Year's is great. We're living in a super crazy world. I know it's tough sometimes. It's tough getting along. It's tough listening to the radio. And for me, music and WFME is a big part of keeping myself sane. So I hope you have a, a sane, safe holiday. Good New Year. Uh, and that's it. I hope you enjoy this. Your feedback is always welcome. Michael S. at WFMU.org. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Have a good, safe, happy one. Full of love. And I'll be back next year. Enjoy. Is Mike there? Mike who? Mike Turbin is dirty. <laughs> Two girls dead. Henry's dead. Mike's in a coma. You know, Mike's, what, 67, 68? How many more years does he have? I'm just telling you, Michael, I am not an activist talk show host. I am not. I don't consider myself a journalist. I consider myself an entertainer. Uh, knowing Mike and, and how he thinks far, far ahead. Self potato. No. Michael? Self-portrait. Yeah, that's it. All right. I'm calling for Mike. Ike and Mike, they look alike. Uh, Michael's playing Edgar Allan Poe. Mike thinks uh, he knows everything, but he doesn't know a damn thing. No, you don't know. Me and Mike are seriously thinking about starting an Irish mafia. No, seriously. If this goes on Michael's whole life, what happens when the little guy gets challenged? Uh, And at that point, I still hadn't met Michael. Michael didn't come to the studio then. You just don't want any more school, do you, Mike? I can get a job, all right. Eddie Frank did. Besides, I know a lot about radio already. Christmas is coming to la 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 And I don't intend to spend Christmas without you 
talked about it before i'm kind of a sucker for organ music and uh we heard some sort of right in your face organ there with the staple singers uh before that margot 
Gurian. I never know how to say her name. How do you say her name, Juniper? I have no idea. Yeah. Me neither. Uh, and that fantastic song called I Don't Intend to Spend Christmas Without You. So it's the, it's Christmas Eve today, and uh, here's here's the deal. We're going to hear all Christmas music for the next two hours. Uh, some of my family members will be dropping in. Some of them will be picking a favorite Christmas tune, which we'll be playing on the air. And uh, I thought we'd have a co-host because, I don't know, it's Christmas is kind of a children type of situation, and... Uh, I thought it should be you, since you're the child I know the best and don't have to pay. Yeah, true. Be on the air. Uh, anyway, it was also your birthday yesterday. How are you? It was really good. Yeah, I'm good. You're good? You're good? Uh, what happened? You want to tell the folks what happened yesterday? Um, which part? Anything. We had a big Christmas party. It was, it was fun. Slash birthday party. A lot of people. What was it, 70? 70 78 or something like that? was big really good food uh so christmas music i believe you were the one who wanted christmas music before thanksgiving in our house which i sort of put the veto on well christmas music is good all year. it's still good music in in january right yeah so why don't you listen to it all year well it sort of takes the special i mean why don't you know you have easter eggs all year i don't know because there's why don't we go trick-or-treating in August? Well, there's no reason for it to be in October. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there is some reason. It's sort of a harvesty thing. I don't know. Uh, I, I like the idea of kind of limiting the Christmas music. I guess that's where I was going. So we did sort of, after Thanksgiving, go to a, a, a lot of Christmas music in our house. And, and I like Christmas music. I, there was some sort of, on Facebook this uh, year, I saw a lot of, this is very typical of Facebook, which is why I'm, I hate Facebook so much, but there's a lot of sort of anti... I'm, this is the Christmas song I'm sick of. Uh, people are sick of, uh, you know, if I hear this one more time, I'm going to go crazy kind of posting, which, I don't know. Uh, Parents do stuff like that a lot sometimes. They say that to kids? Yeah. Like, Example. not you guys, but... <laughs> like, I feel like parents are more likely to... Oh, my kid keeps doing this if I hear it one more time. Uh whatever it is yeah I, I would just not listen to that thing I don't think I I don't think I would need to complain about it. but things like uh, wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney somebody posted a thing like why this isn't a bad song like which kind of assumes it's an annoying bad song which I don't think it is uh, let's talk about NRBQ we went to go see, since we were last on the radio we went to go see NRBQ oh, no we saw them just before the, anyway what did you think about the NRBQ show I thought it was too loud, but I thought it was really good. The drummer, especially, I thought was really cool. Yeah, he's a special drummer. Because I'm going to play this NRBQ song called Christmas Wish. I know you like this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to become sort of... Uh, I'm trying to think of like a, a, a... I think it's still a little... Not quite a classic Christmas song, but it is a song that's been covered a few times. And it's very hard to sort of add a song to those old, old World War II era songs that everyone knows that have been recorded billions of times. But uh, this one is sort of edging into that sort of modern classic uh, thing. Uh, let's hear from NRBQ. Like I said, the whole family will be dropping by to talk Christmas, to talk favorite Christmas records. Uh, if you have one, visit the playlist for today's program uh, and drop us a message. Maybe we'll try to play it for you. Uh, you got a question for my daughter? Put it on the message board. Okay, let's hear from NRBQ. We'll talk to you soon. 
floats my way Must be the music that the angels play And people all over the world could just hear it too old-fashioned Christmas, keep your radio tuned to WFMU. Merry Christmas! Give me some power And let me wipe Oh, big happy smile On everybody's face <laughs> At Christmas time Give me some gold power And let me wipe Oh, big up a smile On everybody's face At Christmas time I said efficiency Is the word Efficiency Is the word I need help I can do alone Say Bobby Bird I need help Can't do it alone Say Bobby Bird Say Bobby Bird I need help Ow! Give me some cold power And let me wipe A big happy smile on everybody's face <laughs> At Christmas time Give me some cold power And let me wipe Party, you know the movie we made, that was all right too. But uh, that much is true. But the new one is called Loud. You know, play your groove and play it loud. And jump back and do the boogaloo and things, you know. Kind of go back and reminisce a little bit. Reminds me, I'm looking over my left shoulder, I'm digging Nat Jones, you know. The guy used to play so much alto, and piano, drums, and everything. Did everything. Hey, and that, do your thing over there. 
so we can get ready to get down. You want to say a few words, young man? You ready, buddy? Yeah, you, you ready, brother? The glow power thing. Can you tell everybody to get us on in there? Get, get on in there. Right on there. Well, like, like, you know, like, like Boosie, like, get your thing up, you know, a little groovy. Keep on. Hit it. Hit it. Hit the blow. Hey, hit the blow now, Jones. Yeah, the band doing that thing. You come on over here and get into it. Come on. The football. <laughs> the funky football. Do it. That band show is singing too. Hit it. Give me my Christmas present. Yeah, honey. Can I get my thing, man? Yeah. Okay, okay, brother. Let everybody go and do his thing. Y'all go and do y'all thing. We gonna slip on out here. Great James Brown. Wouldn't be Christmas in my house without James Brown. One of the greatest. What kind of a song is that? I'm not sure. Hi, everybody, and Merry Christmas. This is Nick Lowe, and you're listening to Michael Shelley on WFMU. Perhaps the greatest Christmas record ever made, The Ventures. holidays from your friends at WFMU. We're swinging in a winter wonderland. Oh, 
you know, I, I noticed that on the message board today, there are some uh, there's some folks from out of the United States of America, and some folks are looking at wfmu.org/slash/michael. They're on the playlist. Some some folks are uh, leaving comments. I noticed Eddie in Australia is, is on, and I was wondering, do do you think people in other parts of the world watch all those Christmas specials that we do? in winter <laughs> what'd you say I didn't turn your mic on if Christmas isn't in winter uh, in Australia you're saying it's summer now so it, it might be a bit confusing to be watching a Christmas special but do you think snow. in like in in uh, England where they have the more Dickensian tradition perhaps they're watching all the Christmas specials Maybe they watch different Christmas specials. So do you do you remember pr- the earliest uh, times you watched those things? I remember watching um, the Year Without a Santa Claus when I was really little. I loved that one. Well, which which one is that? Um, it's the one where Santa isn't coming that year, and. My favorite characters are like the heat miser and the cold miser. Come out and sing songs. Oh, Santa decides to sort of retire. He's just like, I'm sick of this crap. <laughs> yeah. And He thinks nobody cares. No one cares anymore. The Christmas spirit is gone and he learns a little lesson, yes. Uh, what are the best, the all-time... Uh, so that's your all-time favorite? Um, oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's fighting words. Are you serious? Well, how, how about, how about I the love Grinch? Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph is number one. But that one's just kind of, yeah. I like that one whoa, quite whoa. a bit. What? And then it's the one, Sa- Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the Charlie Brown Christmas. They're all the good. The Grinch, those are the top four for, for me. What about The Year Without a Santa Claus? That's, that's, that's not, not even in up the top there? four. Not in the what? top four, no. The Year Without a Santa Claus, that's, that's the one where, yeah, that one's kind of not that good. I love that <laughs> one. <laughs> it's better than Charlie Brown? <laughs> Charlie Brown? We just watched Charlie oh. Brown. You and me did. Well, Charlie Brown's different. It's not like those weird animation puppet things. Yeah, stop motion. Guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I love that one. Uh, let's talk about the one called um, the one I was just talking about. Santa Claus has come to town. Uh, what? It, t- let's talk about how catchy the songs are in in that program. Can you name what the songs are? No. Um, I know, I know Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. That one. I don't even remember which one. That's the one, uh, put one foot in front of oh, the other. Oh, that, that song's catchy. There's the king, the Burgermeister Meister Burger. Oh, I love that song too. The oh. song's like, when you're the first toy maker. Yes. Um, yeah, they're catchy. The only one I don't, there's two I don't think are good. The one... With the the girl, they let the girl sing a song. Yeah, and it's horrible. Yeah, what's that one? I don't know. It's yeah, like and there's like a weird psychedelic snowflakes. Like it turned into Mrs. like Mrs. Claus is on on drugs or something. Yeah, yeah it turned into seventies. Yeah, and the one about that's it the one where we like snow. we always go refill our eggnog during <laughs> whenever Mrs. Claus is terrible song comes on. Well, I brought a song from uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the No More No More Toymakers to the King. Should we hear that one? Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. And can you, can you explain what's happening uh, in this scene? Because... Um, so, the Burgermeister Meisterburger is the mayor of the town, and he slips and falls on a toy. So he says, no more toys. This is a song about the decree. Hmm. And who's he, who's he uh, trading? There's, an, there's two characters. He, it's like the lawmaker, the law keeper. Yeah, sort of like the head policeman or whatever. you said the other day that 
they are played by the same person. The voice is the same. Yeah, I believe they're both Paul Freeze. But the voices are so different. Who I think is also the guy who you hear and who says, I'll lower the safety bar for you in Disney World. He's like all over the, uh, the Haunted Mansion. Uh, and what is, uh, Chris Kringle almost tricks the Burgermeister by giving him something. A yo-yo. Yeah, and what does he say? I always wanted a yo-yo. <laughs> and he starts playing it. And then what does the, the rule keeper say? You're breaking your own law, <laughs> sir. <laughs> then he gets very frustrated. Okay, let's hear this song. I don't know. Th whenever I hear this, it takes me instantly back to being a, a young person. I have a job for you to do. Now take this down. It's a difficult responsibility that you accept from the number one lawmaker, me. Have it known throughout the land from sea to sea. To the king All the tin soldiers Melt them down Wash the face of every clown Each bouncing ball deflated No, I don't want to debate it The ballerinas Who pirouette Arrest their musical toes Outlaw the dolls And sink the boats They bring me only woes It's a difficult responsibility that you accept from the number one lawmaker, me. Have it known throughout the land from sea to sea. There'll be no more toy makers to the key. Every jack in the box be sealed. Till my wounded pride be healed. Stuff animals, unstuff them. When a child objects, rebuff them. No more drummers who rat-a-tat-tat, no buglers who root-a-toot-toot. Don't let me see another toy, or you will feel my boot. It's a difficult responsibility that he extracts from the number one lockkeeper, me. Be it known throughout the land, from sea to sea. Boys are hereby declared illegal, immoral, unlawful, and anyone found with a toy in his possession will be placed under arrest and thrown in the dungeon. Michael Shelley with more hits. Are you familiar with the Partridge family at all? Have we discussed that? I've heard it mentioned. They were this family with no dad. I don't know if... The, I don't think it was divorce. I guess the dad died, but they didn't really mention what happened to the dad. And uh, they were a band, and they, tr they painted the school bus groovy, and they would drive around in the school bus and wear these ridiculous outfits. They kind of looked like uh, pirate shirts 70s and uh they were in a band and mr reuben kincaid was their manager in the st was it a real thing or in the well future? sort of based on the cow sills you may remember john cowsill the drummer of the of the beach yeah, boys yeah. who you met your personal friend uh i have drumsticks from him right he gave you some nice drumsticks he was very nice to you uh so uh so, no, they were a fictional band. They were sort of like the TV show The Monkees, only it was about this family called the Partridge Family. And uh, they made a Christmas record, and uh, it has that song, My Christmas Card to You, on it. I never know names of songs. Uh, well, I don't want to sing, 
to you and all your family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's such a great song. And I uh, sort of, you always see this record in thrift shops. Like, they usually have 50 copies of it. Uh, and uh, it's totally worth a dollar, if not for anything, just for this, this song. To you and all your family, your neighbors and your friends, may all your days be happy with the joy that never ends. May peace and love surround you at Christmas time and all the whole year through. At my window At the softly falling snow That dances in the early morning light I got my kids all right before me Scoring a beautiful sound Watching it coming down All around On the fields and the farms And the road to town And I'm thinking up a letter That I'm writing in my head Christmas card to all the folks I love Instead of letting the postman bring it That's what we call right here a number one hit song. Just, and I, not, I don't think it was actually a hit, or I'm not sure. But uh, fantastic! You've heard that one in the kitchen how many times this year? A lot. Like twenty, maybe. Twenty, maybe. Uh, all right. Uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, several members of my family will be here, mostly in the the second hour of the program. Besides you, Juniper, you are in the, in the family. Um, somebody referred to you on the playlist as Jennifer. How many times does that happen a day? Every, every, every time I meet anyone new, it's Jennifer or Juniper. When does Juniper make more sense than Juniper? <laughs> I agree. Juniper is a word that most people would hear, maybe not in the context of a name, but Juniper? People call me that. That's more often than Jennifer. Juniper. Uh, and then we got a uh, one interestingly addressed Christmas card this year. Can you guess which one I'm talking of? Yes. To the Shelbys. To the Shelby family. One of our neighbors. And this, th our neighbor, like, they've known us for, for a while. For 15 years, yeah. But I was very happy to get the card and I was happy to rib Felix, our neighbor. <laughs> uh, so anyway, my sister Tori is here. She's visiting. She lives in upstate New York. We don't have to say 
exactly what town it is in, like but actual upstate though. Uh, up, upstate, way up. Yeah, way yeah, up. Way upstate. Yeah. yeah. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Uh, are, are you well rested? Very well. Bottom uh, bunk. Tell the people where you slept last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had kind <laughs> of a full house. Yeah. On the bottom bunk. Juniper was on the on the top bunk. <laughs> it was good times. Your aunt slept on the bottom bunk of your bunk bed. Yeah. Hopefully forever. Yeah. Do you guys keep each other up talking, or were you? Was it all over? I was asleep as soon as my head touched the pillow. Yeah, she keeps me up snoring. I do no. not. <laughs> so I think, uh, Tori, although we are brother and sister, we grew up in different houses. Correct. And uh, I, I don't think your house set, did that much Christmas or Hanukkah or anything, right? Am no, I right? No, we, uh, we had stockings on Christmas morning because we would often fly to New York City on Christmas, so they're filled with uh, travel fun things and candy stuff like that still exciting not no santa so much though. not santa coming down your la chimney yeah not LA. our chimney i guess in, in, you grew up in los angeles i mean it's a, there's a difference from the east coast to the west coast am i right about the yeah, amount santa of wears, christmas santa wears board shorts you know <laughs> on people's lawns stuff like he's that. hanging 10 on the way yes, to your house exactly. uh-oh the rest of the family just got here hello smiling faces this is deep trouble Oh, wow. I wish everyone could see Just this. a long line of people walking in the door <laughs> with smiling, quiet faces. Uh, I mean, but am, am I wrong to think that Christmas is taken a little more seriously on the East Coast? I, what I've, I, yes. But I also think it's something having to do with the weather and the Christmas spirit sort of getting you through this beginning of the cold next few months. Right. Instead of... We're oh, in LA. It's 75 we'll, just, again. we'll go to Disneyland yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. It almost looks funny, you know, in Beverly Hills they have those ice skaters up across the the street, you know, hanging. It always looks so funny. Oh, it looks the like ice cold. skating. It's ice skating. Yeah, exactly. Wait, where they have frozen water? No, it's like lights in between the lamp posts on the street. Like a silhouette, you know, uh, decorations, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Not actual ice skaters. Right. Nobody floating. <laughs> in Beverly Hills. <laughs> uh, tell us about what song you chose. I asked all, all my relatives to pick a song. I had a hard time choosing a song. There's so many, but I chose yeah. uh, Nothing for Christmas. Which is a great song. And yeah. I, it's a song, one of the few songs I actually remember from my actual childhood, like when I was five or four or something. This is a song that made an impact. It's such a perfect song for kids. I, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I picked the the version by Joe Ward, which okay. for me he sort of uh, he reminds me of like a kid who would be in our gang. Kind of has that like yeah, sing, <laughs> like a 1930s yeah. miniature version of uh, of uh, Humphrey Bogart or uh, James Cagney, something. So yeah, a tough kid. Uh, well, let's hear that song. All right. And thank you for all your help last night. I would say you helped the it's most from. 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> Philip was number two, obviously. <laughs> My brother's like, I, what about oh, me? I, I didn't help. No, you helped. Philip helped keep the couch flat. <laughs> Someone had to eat all those yeah. cookies. Oh, I don't want to. Well, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. All right, let's hear nothing for Christmas, and uh, we'll be back with more Relatives Choices after this. Uh I broke my back. Somebody snitched on me. I hid a frog in sister's bed. Somebody snitched on me. I spilled some ink on mommy's rug. I made Tommy eat a bug. Bought some gum with a penny slug. Somebody snitched on me. So I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mommy and daddy are made. 
everybody snitched on me. I did a dance on mommy's plants, climbed a tree and tore my pants, filled that sugar bowl with ants. Somebody snitched on me, so I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mommy and daddy are mad. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Cause I ain't been nothing but bad. I won't be seeing Santa Claus. Somebody snitched on me. He won't come visit me because somebody snitched on me. Next year I'll be going straight. Next year I'll be good, just wait. I start now, but it's too late. Somebody snitched on me. Oh, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mommy and Daddy are mad. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Cause I ain't been nothing but bad. So you better be good, whatever you do. Cause if you're bad, I'm warning you. You'll get nothing for Christmas. Not nothing. Season's greetings. And now, Michael Shelley with more hits. Listening to a podcast, uh, Kurt Anderson podcast. You're tuned to Mike. Hey, stop it! And uh, he was—he did a little special on uh, how the music to the Charlie Brown special came about, and uh, it is maybe the best—the uh, best soundtrack of anything ever. It just perfectly suits those little those little guys dancing around there. Uh, uh, Juniper, you there? You with yeah, me? Yeah, here. How are you? Good. You? No, I'm good. Tra- am I right? Charlie Brown music. I love, I love it. Uh, for you, it probably, it probably, it's hard for you to watch that. I don't think it's bad. No, because I'm talking about because in second grade you played Lucy in the school play, and you probably have problems with the way the actress in the cartoon, <laughs> her, her choices, her motivation no. is no, so not cool. not half as good as me. That's what I thought. <clears throat> uh, my wife is here. How are you, honey? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Am I close enough to the mic? Nah. Get closer. That's better. All right. Great. Uh, let's talk about what sometimes you say, like, that was the the year of, of Christmas where we had the big snowfall. Like, you, you can understand, like, how that would be the way we would remember a year. Absolutely. Or that was the time when somebody broke the vase. or <laughs> Right. right. Or when w- Juniper was born. Or the year Juniper was born. Right. There you go. Because her birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So what will tomorrow... Uh, this year's Christmas party, how will it be remembered as the year that what happened during the party? Oh. What big event <coughs> um, that you dealt with single-handed? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that really appropriate? Absolutely for, uh, it is. I think the radio audience demands <laughs> to know. Oh, uh, we had a, a little downstairs bathroom situation. Right. You know, a lot of guests in the home. A right. lot of 12-year-old boys, I think. <laughs> Something happened... <laughs> And there was like, uh, how many, I, I mean. Would call it like World War Three, perhaps were, in the bathroom. Right. And I'll, I will say that that kind of thing is not my department. <laughs> it's more your department. <laughs> I don't know how this became my department. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> you, that kind of thing usually makes me want to throw up. 
more than you, I would say. Oh, doesn't it make well, everyone? I would say, make, thank you, Juniper. I, I don't think I, I have like some uh, suppressed gag <laughs> reflex. I'm sorry. <laughs> Juniper, your mic stopped working all of a sudden. I'm so sorry. Uh, but, uh, okay, so, so I said, so a guest came to me and said, uh, problem in aisle four, clean up, right? So I called, I said, Jordan, could you do us all a big favor? So you're like, oh, I'll go clean it up. And you went into the bathroom, and then all of a sudden the phone rang, <laughs> and I answered the phone. I was talking to some guests, and I said, okay, okay, yes, okay. And they said, who was that? I said, oh, it's my wife calling from the bathroom. <laughs> I was really glad I had my cell phone with me. Yeah. You, she was like, bring, like, you know, Lysol, uh, Clorox, <laughs> old towels, a mop, and yep. a bucket. Yes, yes. And I opened a... the door like three inches. <laughs> And handed those things into you, and like a half hour later, you came out of the bathroom sanitized. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like scrubbed up like a surgeon. <laughs> yeah, oh my God! So for me, that'll be the year that that happened. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, but but worth it for you know. I mean, that wasn't wow. part wasn't worth it, but the whole Do that party every year. Our new tradition. How did, again, how Dickensian. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the only real, I mean, accidents happen, you know, but it had to be five or six people in a row ignoring a little bit of a backup problem. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those people. You co- live in an old co- house, too. Coal for those people. Coal for th- well, you live in an no, old we don't, house. We what don't do have you do? a privy. We have a <laughs> modern, modern plumbing. But <laughs> the, uh, the Anyways, uh, you chose, oh, uh, you chose this song. You know, I'm going to play. I'm going to play a new song by Casey Musgraves. Do you oh. remember who Casey Musgraves is? Yeah, we went to see her live. It was terrible. Right. Well, ex- right. And people may remember I played a uh, a, um, a a tape recorded from where we were standing in the audience. We went to go see the opening band, the Cactus Blossoms. Right, which were great, but we couldn't hear them. But people, it was so loud. But people talked so much that we could not hear the band at all. And uh, but Casey Musgraves, who we like was the headliner but we sort of were talking to the cactus blossoms in the lobby during that time uh but anyways laura cantrell our friend uh turned me on to this brand new casey musgraves song it's from her new christmas record uh we'll hear that and then i want to hear your choice okay sounds great uh it's called ribbons and bows and it's new from casey musgraves and uh thanks to our pal laura who's on the show a couple times this this year
like that song. Uh, that's new Casey Musgraves uh, song. Uh, that's good. Yeah, good. Okay, so you picked a song, and uh, you, you, you can just tell everybody what it is if you want. Oh, um, I picked Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. Is that Which, right? Yeah, it's a song, and it's a 5 minute and 30 second song. And we had Chris Butler on the show 10 years ago around this time, and he talked about making the song, and he, t- he talked about how uh, every year in like March he gets a pretty sizable check from this song playing over and that he always shares it with everybody who played on the record which he does not have to do but he spreads the Christmas cheer and if you missed that episode if you head to wfmu.org slash Michael you can listen to it right now if you want to turn us off and listen to how this song was put together and and made and stuff Uh, I think it's a great amazing song and again it's a song that reminds me of I don't know particularly being in high school and probably going to sound St. Mark's Place and buying the EP of, of this record. Uh, but when did you first hear it? You grew up in Kansas. Oh, I don't remember hearing it until adulthood, for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't remember. I don't have any memory of it until, yeah, maybe even knowing you. That was like what, when I went to college and there were people who did not know who Elvis Costello was. Because they I was one of those people, yeah. yeah. They just, not, I guess, not everyone. I was like, oh, okay, there's the rest of the world. Like, who's Elvis Costello? <laughs> Matt Malloy didn't know who U2 was. We, Juniper doesn't either. Who's U2? Yeah, you're, you're 12. <laughs> They're the, like the worst band in the whole world, pretty much. But well, it's good he didn't know them then. Yes, it is. He was in a bubble of blissful ignorance uh well i love this song is there anything else people need to know about this uh, fantastic waitresses song oh i uh, just say quickly the reason i picked it is because it always makes me happy because it thinks makes me think about when i was a waitress and it makes me think about kind of the unexpected things that happen when you're in your 20s and living in a city and you know you never know what could be around the corner and i think that makes it special for me yes and it's kind of like our story, basically, <laughs> set bit. to it's, music. Yes. It's true. There's a little bit familiar. <coughs> well, we did spend some time sort of missing, coming yes. close. And, and serendipitous to meetings uh, that uh, true. resulted in long walks in the park. <coughs> when you lived in like Park that. Slope, you would... Oh, you're two people getting coffee. Yeah. <coughs> well, I love you. And uh, for helping clean up the hazmat <laughs> situation... <laughs> You get major. We all know what to get you for Christmas. Purell. <laughs> like the industrial plunger. industrial side. Yeah. A new plunger, yeah. Yeah, a new plunger. <laughs> <laughs> like the Pat Todd stole my windshield wiper. The, remember? Oh, yeah. That was my Valentine's Day yeah, present. One Valentine's Day, we went to Maxwell's <laughs> to see show. And uh, I brought you a new ice scraper. And we left it at the club. And I told Todd about it. And he never gave it back to us. Well, I did want to give a little shout-out to them, because I had a delicious uh, blueberry muffin this morning yeah. from Todd Fon yeah. and Sisyphonic. Todd Fon, Todd... Oh, what's on? <laughs> you gave me a blueberry muffin for Christmas. Let's put it that way. That's all you need to know. <laughs> but it cost probably more than a lot of the other gifts we were... It cost more than that wine from Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hear the waitresses. Thank you, honey.
I love that song. I love it too. It's it's a perfect kind of song to hear, to look forward to. You just sort of spend eleven and a half months not hearing, and then you hear it, and it unfolds, and it's kind of fresh and new. It's like a, it's kind of a movie. It's kind of it's got a nice build. It's it's sweet. Agreed. Are you what are you Jerry Lewis with a lozenge while you're on the air? Sorry, I just put it in and forgot I was going to be on the air. <laughs> All right, I'm giving you like your your broadcasting school negative five for that. <clears throat> uh, there's a song that comes on in our kitchen sometimes about three dwarves. You know what song I'm talking about? Three elves. Oh, Coco and <laughs> Joe and Hard Rock. Yeah, exactly. What song is this? I mean, this is the craziest song. Any? Can you shed some light? Um, it's about three little elves that help Santa. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yes. I love it. Yes. Uh, th- there was a time, I think, when the sort of the canon of Christmas music that you would hear, like in a department store or something, was very, very small. And I think sort of since the digital age, that's one of the upsides, is that everything is kind of now, we're get- getting to hear everything, including this Gene Autry track that I'd never heard until I was, till sort of recently, about Hard Rock, Coco. And Joe. Yeah, I think more people should cover this tune. Great. All right, let's hear from Gene Autry, and then I want to hear your choice for... Uh, are you ready? Ready. You sure? Sure. Was it a difficult decision? Um, yes, it was. Okay. There's well, so many to choose from. I agree. All number one hits. All right, let's hear from Gene Autry, and then we'll hear from Juniper. I'm Coco. I'm Joe. Now listen, my children, and you shall hear A story fantastic, a story so queer It's all about Santa and his helpers three There's Hard Rock and Coco and Joe Hard Rock's the driver up there by his sleigh Coco reads maps and he shows him the way Though old Santa really has no need for Joe But takes him cause he loves him so Oh, yo lady, yo lady, aye Donner and Blitzen away, away Oh, yo lady, yo lady, aye I'm Hard Rock I'm Coco I'm Joe And Santa is busy with his heavy pack He trusts his drivers and never looks back Oh, yo lady, yo lady, aye I'm Hard Rock. I'm Coco. I'm Joe. Now go to bed early on Christmas Eve. I've no way of knowing just what you receive. But you'll hear the laughter, this much I do know, of Hard Rock and Coco and Joe. The three little men only two feet high, singing to Santa way up in the sky. Laughing and shouting as sleigh bells ring It's Hard Rock and Coco and Joe Holy old lady, old lady, I Donner and Blitzen away, away Holy old lady, old lady, I I'm Hard Rock I'm Coco I'm Joe And Santa is busy with his heavy pack He trusts his drivers and never looks back Oh, yo lady, oh lady, I'm Hard Rock. I'm Coco. I'm Joe. 
Santa will come in and set down his pack Hard rock holds the reindeer till Santa comes back If you hear a giggle as he turns to go It's Coco, a snowball and Joe Oh, yo lady, yo lady, I ain't Donner and Blitzen away, away Oh, yo lady, yo lady, I oh I'm Hard Rock I'm Coco I'm Joe And Santa is busy with his heavy pack He trusts his drivers and never looks back Oh, yo lady, yo lady, I oh I'm Hard Rock I'm Coco I'm Joe It's WFMU Radio with the Michael Shelley Show, bringing you all the greatest hits. Here we go. F fantastic record, I, I, I would have to say. I love it. It's so kooky. It's so number one. Yeah, I agree. Kooky is the word. Uh, let's, tell, let's, let's go to the record that you... Oh, you know what? You want to read the ID? Do you know how to read it? Um... You go, and then next time, I'll, I'll read it. Well, you only read it once in the show, oh, so there is okay. no next time, my friend. You're no, on. No, you read it. You, you read, read it. it. Okay. I'm not reading it. <laughs> WFMU, East Orange, WFMU, Mount Hope, in Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and online at WFMU.org. You made, made one small error, but... What's my error? You said WFMU, Mount Hope, but it's more of a tongue twister than that. WMFU, Mount Hope. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what song did you choose? Okay. I chose Santa Claus Got Stuck in My Chimney. Why? Um, I like it because it tells a story. Mm -hmm. Like... The story about the three Italian guys who ripped us off this year when they rebuilt our chimney? Was it, is that the story? They ripped us off? I didn't know oh that. Oh my god. Remember that? <laughs> All we need to do, is, Mr. Shelley, is the to put on some chicken wire around it and it'll be great. And then they go up on the roof to do that and they're like, oh, we have to replace the entire chimney. We were wrong. <laughs> well, the chimney looks yeah. good. So yeah, we have, we have a brand new chimney, yeah. I agree, it looks good. I like that it tells a story. And By the time we leave our house, it'll be in a, a new house because we've replaced every single <laughs> part of it. Yeah. yeah. You like? I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. Um, I like that it tells a story, and I think it's similar to, like, All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. Is it weird, though, that songs like this are sung by adults, even though they're from the point of view of a child? I guess so. I never thought about it like that, but that is weird. I've just ruined Christmas for you. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> I went, this is uh, Ella Fitzgerald's version of this. I went to go see her once at the Universal Amphitheater. She good? Yeah, it was fantastic. Did yeah. she sing this song? No, she didn't sing this song. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was I was screaming. Santa Claus got stuck in my chimney. <laughs> no, she didn't. What a shame. Uh, okay, I think it's a fantastic choice, and I always look forward to hearing this song. And uh, I think that'll do it. Thank Great. you, Juniper. You're welcome. Stuck in my chimney, stuck in my chimney, stuck in my chimney. 
Santa Claus got stuck in my chimney. He won't come back, I fear. There he was in the middle of the chimney, roly-poly, fat and round. There he was in the middle of the chimney, not quite up and not quite down. Santa, please come back to my chimney, back to my chimney, back to my chimney. Santa, please come back to my chimney. You can come back here. Cause Daddy made a brand new chimney just for you this year. Oh, Ella is a little girl who's trying to be good.
Ain't No Chimneys in the Projects, Juniper. Do you have any idea what that song, what that means? You know what the projects are? Um, no. Well, maybe I do, but... What would you guess it means? Like the housing projects? Yes, that is, what, that is what it means. There are no chimneys in the projects, I guess. Uh, that's the late Sharon uh, Jones, who uh, passed away recently, but after a long uh, struggle with cancer that was very public. She was very public about her... Uh, illness and uh, it's just always sad. We lost a lot of good musicians uh, this past year. And by the way, next week I'm going to play a lot of my favorite records from 2016. So, uh, but I guess if you, well, whatever. Anyway, Gaylord's here. Hi, Gaylord. Hey, hey, Michael. How are you? I'm, I'm okay. I would like everyone to notice Gaylord's mic technique. Oh, talking sideways. Well, we have we were having a lot of problems with some with that oh. mic, but Gaylord. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because if you meet a mic head on, you'll hiss s's and pop peas. <laughs> Thank you. Now it's like the little rascals, that guy. Yeah. The <laughs> Radio sight gag there. Yeah. The International Submarine Band. Yeah. <laughs> International Silver mean. Screen Submarine Band. <laughs> hey, Mind you. Hey, they're good. <laughs> First prize. It did turn out pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, the flying trapeze. Uh, Gaylord, we've talked to you during the holidays. Uh, Pretty often, you're sort of a regular on this program. Remember this year when we waited for Lloyd Price? Oh, yeah, that was a highlight. <laughs> Gaylord and I spent two hours here waiting for Lloyd Price. Yeah, the a Beckett play yet to be filmed or, <laughs> yeah. or put on the stage. <laughs> that might be yeah, worth doing. Let's Let call Joe do Papp immediately. Yes. And get it going. Waiting for Lloyd Price. Uh... What, what, Michael? What are you, what are you thinking? Uh, you, you, I see wheels turning in your head. I'm thinking about, like, I don't know. I've known you now a long 20, 20 years. 25 years, I would say. Oh, 25 years. Could be. Yeah, because we started at the same time on the air. 1992. Two, yes. We yeah. were, you, me, um, Laura Cantrell, and Donna were in the same class, class of, of 92. And we were 12 years old yes. back then, yes. like Juniper is now. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm just trying to remember, you, were, you weren't exactly a humbugger of Christmas, but uh, maybe it didn't... It's like not... Christmas, I like Christmas, and, and I was just thinking about this today in comparison to uh, my wife Kathleen, who's very much into Christmas, gets the tree, loves to decorate, makes the wears catnip yes. stuffed ca yeah. mouse to give I, away to cats. Exactly. Where it has special Christmas pajamas she wears to bed christmas eve and only I'm thinking, christmas eve well okay and yesterday and the day before oh <laughs> this christmas week they're seasonal but the point is yeah i'm i'm i can i'm not saying i can take it or leave it yeah i like christmas is this because of childhood traumatization oh i i didn't get the uh gi like joe with kung fu grip you mean <laughs> exactly. no no it's nothing like that is this because like it's you know it's run by an eastern syndicate yeah. oh no, I am not as cynical as Charles Schultz. <laughs> but, uh... Few are. Yeah. Oh, man. But it's... I just not a huge buying into tradition for tradition's sake. I tend to take any tradition and sort of look at all the sides of it and go, what things do I like about it? I'll, I'll, I'll adopt those or, or spread those. Which things kind of just don't do it for me? I'll just ignore it. And I think that's how I feel about most holidays. Which is why I'm not a big on-air Christmas celebrator. Hmm. I hear. Well, so you, you're you putting us down for... No, no, no. I'm getting presents. Oh, man. I, I, I look. They're, they're under the tree. Oh, I see. That's the that's the tradition you've adopted. Oh, oh yes. The, what's in it for me? Yeah. <laughs> nice, Gaylord. Yeah. Well, so, here, look at this and pick a tune. Okay. 
Gaylord's going to pick a uh, a tune. Uh, Gaylord is uh, doing something special Sunday evening on his program, oh. aren't you? Uh, uh, yeah. It's for I'm the man who doesn't want to celebrate on the year, you're doing a... Well, I'm, I'm going to let Chris, I'm gonna let Chris Damey celebrate for me. But you're doing two amazing things uh, in your show. Yeah, I'm going to air this, this radio musical play. Written, produced, scored by Chris Stamey, acted by a bunch of people you may have heard of. And after that, I'm going to finally end the the, the question that no everyone asks, but no one should ask anymore. Right. Beatles or Stones? By putting... Of South America. Uh, no, no. The Beatles versus Stones. But I'm going to do it by proxy. Huh. By having the, Beatle, the Beatles of... Uruguay versus the Rolling Stones of Uruguay in a battle of the bands. The loser has to shave their head. Yes, yes. Uh, loser has to move to Argentina. So, so, for people who have no idea what you're talking about, you're going to play bands who's made their career. Uh, one band, two bands. Covering one band who makes who made who are sort of known as the Beatles of your Uruguay. You know them, Los Shakers. Los Shakers. You've we, had Osvaldo on your. Long distance. It yes. was like that, that phone call cost eighty dollars. I think. Oh, worth it. Worth every penny. Totally worth it. And he's, he also passed yeah, he away. He passed away like about three, yeah. four years ago, right? He couldn't believe anybody was interested in talking to him. But uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I told you the story. I went to see Milton Nascimento at BAM a few years ago, and in the band was Hugo of uh. Los Shakers. So I go up to him after the show, like Milton Nascimento's talking, and everyone's just they were just hanging out on the stage. So I go up to him and go. You're, you're Hugo of Los Shakers. And he got really excited and started, like, talking to me in Spanish. <laughs> and I could understand about three words he said because he was just rattling it off at me. And I'm just like, see, 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 see. So you're going to be solving this and playing this Chris Damey thing. Yeah, someday. but not simultaneously. Although, <laughs> yeah. it is FMU. You might get more, more ratings that way. Uh, can oh. you choose a number one hit Christmas tune for us? Yes, I just... Decided on um, number 16. Which is? It's Pearl Bailey, Five oh. Pound Box of Money. This is, uh, it, yes. Oh. Uh, well, you could just, like, they could write, just give me an Amazon gift card now. Yeah. I don't know. If, well, but this is it's, it's a, I was I actually was thinking, it's a good thing Pearl Bailey isn't Canadian. It would just be like a box of, like, loonies and toonies, <laughs> like, like, like $6 <laughs> worth of A five pound box of money would be, would be like, right. yeah. In Brazil, it would be worth seven yeah. cents. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, fantastic choice. We'll hear from Pearl Bailey. We'll hear from you Sunday. But you'll also probably be chiming in on Rex's. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When we do the thing where we stop the show and unwrap presents for 10 minutes on the air. <laughs> yeah, that's going to make for scintillating radio <laughs> magic. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here, folks. Don't yep. uh, stare at your radio. and Please, please, please. <laughs> listen to presents being unwrapped. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Tell me, honey, give Pearl something that'll be of some use to me, like a, like a five-pound box of money. Now, now, there's a little gift. It's loaded with lots of sentiment. See, whenever I get blue, Santa, I'm going to think of you. But at the same time, that will change to pay my rent, you see. Now, money isn't everything. 
There's no two ways about it But while we're here, Santa dear Is much better with than without it So, really, I, I could be real good And not do nothing funny If you do like I ask you, stop me right on Christmas night Try me, try me Try me on that money. Just try me, honey. Santa, can you hear me? You listen to everything I'm asking about? But listen, honey, Santa, dear, the new year, oh, it would be so bright and sunny. Just bring me that little simple thing I've been speaking to you about. Like, like that, maybe a five-pound box of money. That's all, that's all. It would be so heavenly. Help me meet both ends Yes, indeed What old Pearl really needs is that Five-pound box of ten How much can it weigh? I ask you, how much? I don't want the whole money tree What good is that big thing to me? You keep the branches You can keep the trunk and the root Cause all that I want Is just a little bit of the fruit So you want to be sure I'll be your little old Honey, honey, bunny You try me, start me off On Christmas night With a five pound No, I better increase that Make it ten pounds No, I better put in a good bag While I'm begging Because I mean, I'd catch you next year You know, people go out you, Sometimes you don't see them no more So bring the money Santa, can you hear me? Five, bring me some money Oh, Santa Now, what I want with this diamond? Are you kidding? Greetings. And now, Michael Shelley with more hits. Juniper, you are fascinated by a, a certain event that happened on Christmas Eve in my childhood. You, you know, you have any idea what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. Um, in your room, you had a big jungle gym built in the room. And you didn't wake up. Yes, my brother and I were asleep in our bunk beds. And you didn't wake up. That's the thing that... With hammers and everything? I don't know. We'll have to do some research about that. And find, do you remember this, Philip, my brother, joining us? No, I really don't. <laughs> How do you not remember a jungle gym built in your room well, overnight? I remember the jungle gym, but I don't remember it appearing This was in overnight. an apartment in New York City, so having a, a jungle gym in your room was, a I guess it's always unusual, but to, to, but to wake up and have it be there when it wasn't there before, yeah. And my, you know, do you remember the size of it? Pretty big? Because in my mind, it was gigantic. Yeah, it took up half the room but perhaps it was actually very small i don't remember uh my brother who now lives in maine joins us i should uh point out that my uh my brother was nominated for a grammy sort of this year a a box the box set of orc records that your band has a song on was nominated for a grammy for best reissue right two grammys two grammys best liner notes and best historical record Hmm. I i don't think i can say i was nominated for a grammy but Project I like that you. I like to say it anyway. You're part. Yeah, but keep saying it. You're getting yeah. a T-shirt made actually right, right now. <laughs> Grammy nominee. <laughs> uh, there's a few different versions of it too, uh, of this thing. Did they? Did they send you one? I mean, I would imagine if they send every band member one. That w- I did get a CD, but there's you can buy a box that literally yeah. has each single in it. I think there's a vinyl version. 
I think what we got was the vinyl LP version with the so. with the nice pic. There's a full page picture review, right? Uh, there's a very nice booklet, right? And there's like three pages for each band. Who yep. who wrote the nominated notes? I wish I could tell you. Just make up a name. Some guy. Some young guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's great. Love his work. Uh, and they they talked to David, our lead singer. So he, they just got that that story. They got one fifth of the story. Is that what yeah, you're? That's what I'm saying. It, perhaps intimating. That's what I'm saying. Maybe <laughs> I would have told it differently. But yeah. <laughs> okay, Radio Feuds. It's like Jack Benny uh, and that's right. Fred if Allen. You're listening. <laughs> on his I show. I got the real. When I tell the real story, then all the skeletons will come out. Juniper, we're not bothering you, are we? <laughs> no. Juniper's doodling fu- <laughs> furiously. Uh, you were at this uh, little birthday Christmas party last night with us. Did you talk to anyone interesting? Did you, uh, anything, anything happen? I would like to put, were you unaware of what was happening in the bathroom? No, I was aware because I was in the kitchen when uh, an unnamed guest came out and said, oh my God, where's Michael? The red lights are flashing. (laughs) (laughs) What what was that, uh, what was that movie called, um, where the the nuclear plant melted down with Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah. China Syndrome. The China Syndrome. Yeah, that kind of happened. The core was exposed. That's right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Not good. And Ju- Jordan was Silkwood or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Give me a hug. Uh, that's okay, honey. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what else do you remember? I, uh, the Jungle Gym... I I remember. Do you remember anything else? Are I rem- you trying to remember Christmas? Christmas in of our childhood memories from yeah. Riverside Drive. Yeah, I remember Christmas tree falling down once. Uh, I don't know. I remember the toys. You know, I liked Major Matt Mason. Right. And he was an astronaut. Mint minus, it'd be worth like you know. Right. And he had a lot of you know lunar rovers and things like that. Yeah. I liked. Uh, was he also a uh, stop motion TV show? Or was he just a standalone toy? I think he was a standalone toy, but we did get a lot of corgi cars of. Oh, I remember uh, we had Captain the ye- Scarlet, the Yellow Submarine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like a toy of the Yellow Submarine. Yeah. yeah. These metal cars that were very detailed, and I think they came from England. Was that corgi? corgi? Oh, yeah, that was a thing. And like, yeah, you would get somebody a corgi car for their birthday. Yeah. James Bond cars were all corgied. I remember the and James Bond car. sometimes had little men. You would press the button and like the James car, like the license plate would shoot at somebody or something. <laughs> cool. That's cool. That sounds cool. Jennifer and I watched. We went to the movies and we watched the last uh, James Bond movie. Remember? We did. Yeah. Yeah. No. No memory. Was that recently? <laughs> <laughs> so you loved it. <laughs> I remember seeing a James Bond movie, but not in the movie theater. I saw it at home. Oh, maybe it was at home. Maybe that was it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, one thing I remember is I think growing up, we didn't have that many Christmas records. Um, one of them was kind of this Frosty, the Snowman, and Friends. It was kind of like a generic record with like children's. I remember listening to that over and over again. And then as we got a little older, the parents had... The Muppet Christmas with John Denver and like the uh, Kingston Trio Christmas and the Peter Paul and Mary Christmas. I feel and like we had some Burl Ive Christmas 
and uh, some Andy Williams Christmas. I think you're right. Uh, that other guy, Johnny Mathis. Oh, and the Frank Sinatra, the Red Christmas album, which I really like. And then, so those, and they had one of those turntables that would just click the LPs down. Where you stack them. Right. Yeah. And so then for like a month, we would just hear those six records and then turn them over and hear those six <laughs> and turn them over and hear those six. And so that was, that was how it used to be, Juniper, back in the olden days. When you couldn't look everything up. You couldn't just... And it took three people to turn them over. <laughs> <laughs> what if you only had two people in you your family? You have to take the afternoon off work and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You have to walk two miles to turn them over. You're spoiled, your generation. Uh, what song did you pick, Philip? Uh, well, I picked two songs, and then you just... Cause, uh, yeah, I just picked the top things off the top of my head. You gave me a choice of two, and I listened to both of them. Neither of them I was familiar with. I'd heard them both, but I'm familiar with both. Uh, so I think the song that you picked is Things Fall Apart by Christina. Yes. Uh, which I think, interestingly enough, comes from the same Z Records Christmas album from 1980 or 81, that Christmas rapping comes oh, from. Oh, interesting. Uh, now, I don't know anything about this record, but it sounds to me like it's part of this... I sort of remember, you being my older brother, uh, you would often bring home records, and the record I always point to is the Ramones record. Like that, you know... You're I, welcome. I was listening to the Steve Miller band, Fly Like an Eagle, which is still... I love that record, but the Ramones is like a giant step, you know, from, from there. Uh, and of course, in my world, both are equally... Well, maybe not exactly, but both are great records. Uh... And, but you uh, were listening to some sort of like the James Chance and the Contortions. That's where I put this record. Like, which I would just a bunch of heroin addicts. Like, yeah, we're, it's new wave. You know, <laughs> am I am I anywhere near the target? You're in the right neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, this Z Records was the Contortions label, huh. and uh, yeah, sort of arty, no wave, Lower East Side, ne'er do wells. You know. I think a guy, I don't know him, Michael Zilka was like a, an heir to some f English fortune. Oh. And oh, he started, started this record, record label. label in the Lower East Side. And Christina, who, who the sings his song, was his girlfriend. Ah. And she was oh. like a model and she uh, put out a, a, a sort of a novelty record called Disco Clone. Which was sort of a you know underground hit, so she got to make an album, and I think Don was was not was. I think those guys did huh. the music. Huh. On this, what we're I think hear? on what we're gonna huh. hear, they, they it wrote sounds the music. so sort of more cutting edge than what I think of as them, but I don't really know what Don what that was not was actually sounds like. Right. Just um, I guess she wrote the words, and it's kind of beautiful. All right. And very sad. It's a devastationalist classic. And very New York, too, I think. It takes you right back to, you know, Second Avenue in 1980. Yeah. I've got it queued up. Uh, well, thank you, Philip, for visiting with us and coming all the way from Maine. Well, thanks for having me. And helping last night so much. I did keep <laughs> that couch pretty flat, you got to admit. <laughs> you helped a little bit. You cored the strawberries, as I remember. That is true. Maybe some. Remember the time I I told Philip <laughs> to arrange the shrimp, and he took the whole bag and dumped it onto <laughs> the plate. <laughs> and like ice and like brown water and like shrimp tails came out. It's like all great. Martha Stewart. Yeah, different different people have different ideas of arrange. That's what arrange right. means, you know. Ask James Chance to arrange the shrimp. Exactly. Right. It's art.
art. All right. Here's Christina, folks. Thank you, Philip. Merry Christmas.
morning, midnight It's Christmas What did you think of that, Juniper? Um, honestly, I was watching Gaylord do an optical illusion. <laughs> <laughs> Gaylord brought in an astounding optical illusion, didn't he? Yeah, it was amazing. It was like a checkerboard with a tall thing on it, on a piece of paper, just drawn out. And then there was two pieces that they put over two of the squares on the checkerboard. One was white, or one was darker gray and one was lighter gray. And we moved the darker gray off, same color as the one under it, and then we moved the lighter gray off, and as soon as it was next to the darker gray, it turned light again. They were the same color, it turns out, right? When you move them yeah, off yeah. of the checkerboard, which is... Yeah, it was amazing. Blowing my mind. Uh, Juniper, tell us everything you know about the Mills Brothers. That would be nothing, I think. <laughs> Well, basically, they were kind of the in sync of 1930. Okay, so yeah, yeah. you see, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that's what you were gonna say. Yeah, yeah. In uh, sync isn't even the in sync of now. Who yeah. who is who's that band with the worst hair in the whole world? One Direction. One Direction. Yeah. Yeah. One inflection. <laughs> I don't think they're a band anymore, though. Oh, how terrible. Yeah. Well. Uh, they're too busy working their hair. <laughs> <laughs> too much gel. They they wasted all their money on buying the gel. Uh, do they have any good songs? I mean, I, I'm I'm dismissing them because they're their look hair? like complete jackasses. But do they have any good songs? Um, because you listen to a little more of the contemporary I, pop music honestly, than I like do. Honestly, like I said, I don't know any songs with their bands or with their names. I just know them as, like, the songs. But you know, like, sometimes we'll go to an ice skating rink and they'll be playing contemporary music and you'll start singing along to a whole I lot no of songs. Oh, I see. So those could be by uh, Those them. all could be... I know every song that is my generation, but no clue who it's by. Gotcha. All right. Well, then let's hear the Mills Brothers. I think what happened with the Mills Brothers is they were actually brothers... And one of the lead singer who had an amazing voice died, and then the father took his place. So it was, and the father also had, I think, the one of the best recording voices ever. Every thing this guy sings on to me has this like, it's a little bit low, but it just is something about it. The way it records, always fantastic. So I love the Mills Brothers. Maybe I do too. I'll s when I hear the song, I'll know. All right, don't hold back, okay? Okay. okay. I mean, if you hate the Mills Brothers, oh, all they're right. all dead now. There's nothing this. <laughs> okay. There's nothing that can happen. No one to insult. Right, exactly. The snow is snowing and the wind is blowing, but I can weather the storm. What do I care? How much it may storm For 
I've got my love to keep me warm I can't remember a worse December Just watch those icicles form Oh, what do I care if icicles form? Oh, I've got my love to keep me warm Off with my overcoat, off with my glove I need no overcoat I'm burning with love, my heart's on fire, the flame grows higher, so I will weather the storm, what do I care how much it may storm, oh, I've got my love to keep me warm, the snow. Snowing, the wind is blowing, but I can weather the storm. What do I care how much it may storm? Oh, I've got my love to keep me warm. I can't remember a worse day. December. Just watch those icicles form. What do I care if icicles form? Ho, 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 I've got my love to keep me warm. I'm burning with love My heart's on fire The flame grows higher So I will weather the storm What do I care How much it may storm Oh, I've got my love to keep me What do you think? What's your judgment on the Mills I Brothers? I do know that song. I do know oh, it. But, but, ooh, that's not right. What about their... What do you think about the group, though? Well, now now I know that one song. Yeah. I like it, but okay. I don't know anything else about the other songs. Would you invite them to your birthday party? Probably not. Uh, one of the things, the early Mills Brothers records are interesting because... I think it was just a guitar, and then they played... The, like, they would... Uh, pretend to be a horn section with their mouths. You know, they would da, 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 they would play a trumpet solo and really like yeah. not not with the real instrument. Though. Yeah, just with their voices. Yeah, they would make weird. Yeah, but then on that that, that record there was actual instruments, big budget, I guess. Um, now, Grandma Jenny, who is here from Wichita, Kansas, picked a song, but she doesn't want to talk. I think she's too busy eating the. The leftover checks mix? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but she deputized you to talk about it. There's something that Nana Jenny is better at than anyone in the family. Do you, can you guess what I'm thinking of? Present How, wrapping? Present wrapping is exactly right. She's yeah. better than everyone. Yeah. She is 
astonishingly good at it. Why? She helped me rap and I was like, oh, my, my presents are going to be so... The ones I wrapped are just going to be like pale in comparison. <laughs> Why? What makes them so good? She just has good taste. Well, they're always like, yes, there's like matching ribbon and excellent, that kind of... Uh, thick paper. Thick wrapping paper that... And she creases it and... Yeah, so it's perfectly nice square and, and matching. And she won't give you like... If you get five presents from me, they're all going to be wrapped in the exact same paper. She would have five different kinds of paper. Yeah, yeah. With five different kinds of bows, yeah. Different styles of bows, too, and they'll all have names. And And I think I, uh, but I think part of it is because her uh, her family, her, her dad owned a, a clothing... Department a, store. A, a clothing store. Clothing store. So she probably has... In, and she worked there for a lot of her life growing up, so... Uh, she probably wrapped 8 million presents. Yes. That's probably why. Uh, what song did she pick? Okay, so she chose Run Run Rudolph, and she says that a lot of the songs that her are her favorite Christmas songs yes. are sort of sadder and more melancholy, mm. but when she wants to feel like a happy teenager, she likes this song because it brings back memories of when she was a teenager and fun things that happened during the holidays. Even though she was, she's way too young to have been a teenager when this song was actually. But I think they were still probably dancing at the s to the 45 of it, maybe. And uh, I agree. Sometimes the melancholy songs. Grandma and I were talking about how uh, if you listen to Judy Garland, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," you will just kill yourself. You know. But it's such a happy song, anyway. Like oh, not, not her version. You're but just not like, hers. oh, oh, honey. You know, it's just it's. Uh, <laughs> bad. Yeah, so I agree. The too much melancholy, not good. Stick with the Chuck Berry and turn it up loud. All right, Fernanda Jenny, let's hear some Chuck Berry. Never too much Chuck Berry. Thank you, honey.
Brother Wikipedia. Uh, it was Rob Sevier and Ken Shipley who got nominated for. Oh, who are going to actually go up and get the award if they, if the Orca Records win. And somebody asked what the name of your uh, band that my brother was in was a band called the Student Teachers on that Orca Records box. You can check out. Juniper, how are you? I'm good. How are you? You all right? I'm great. Good. We're going to go get Portuguese seafood in Newark after this. Are, do you still have an appetite? I haven't eaten that much. It's true. But you requested a, a certain um, breakfast this morning, which was what? Coffee cake. Coffee cake. Coffee crumb cake? Yeah, coffee cake. Coffee crumb cake. It was crumb cake, but I think crumb cake is a subset of coffee cake. Uh, uh, there's a, a person that we talk to every single week on the show. Do you know who I'm talking about? Scott Schinder. Yeah, and do you know who Scott Schinder is? Not really. Like, I know he's your friend, and I know that... He's a world-famous rock and roll journalist, and he's written many books. Did you know that? No. Yeah. No. Did you read Tug McGraw's no. uh, <laughs> biography? Well, Scott wrote that. Hold on. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. There we go. Let's... Now a minute, Scott Hey, that's you when you were, like, two. Scott Schinder, welcome back to the program. How are you, buddy? Great. I'm spending Christmas getting dissed by your daughter. <laughs> by 12-year-old. Thanks a lot, Juniper. You're, you're a real peach. Um, the, the Mills brother who was replaced by their dad was actually the bass singer, not the lead. Huh. But was the... So, but the yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Did the dad become the lead singer? Yeah. No, no, no. He was the bass singer. Oh, he just stayed the bass singer. Okay, so it was always the yeah. same. Yeah, except for that. Okay, um, gotcha. And Dean Martin always said that Harry Mills was his greatest vocal influence. Hmm. Yeah, I can hear and, that. And and Elvis always said that Dean Martin was his greatest vocal influence. So there you go. Wow. Um, Where will it end? What else? Yeah. I don't Merry know. Christmas. How's your health? Uh, yeah, I want to talk about that on the radio. <laughs> we talked about the bath. Yeah, that's really appropriate. Overflowing. Um... um but, uh, you know, I didn't grow up with many Christmas records in the house either. Um, ne- I'll tell you what, um, next week I'm going to ask you what your favorite single of the year is next week and what your favorite album of this year. So I want you to be Do prepared. people still release singles? Do people still release albums? Yeah, your favorite, your favorite song, your favorite virtual sing- single. What do you do on Christmas Day, Scott? Again, not appropriate to discuss on the air. <laughs> Um, but it does not involve Portuguese seafood, unfortunately. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, is there a Christmas song you haven't heard uh, today that you're interested in hearing? Um, Maybe I brought it. Yeah, um, yeah, plenty of them. But um, right, I, I don't know. Do you have Santa in the Sidewalk Surfer? No. But oh, you? I I don't. That's a great one. Uh, do Do you know um, uh, Michael Piligaro? You know that guy? Who? That's what I thought. Yeah, let's for for argument's sake, let's say I do. <laughs> I love him. He's that guy from Canada. Anyways, I'm gonna. Oh, play that guy. Yeah. <laughs> now you know. Uh, I'm gonna play this for you, Scott. Have a good. I'm Christmas. so glad. Thank you so much. Bye, Scott. Okay. Have a good one. Say bye, Juniper. Bye. <laughs> bye.
to get this going is here you go i pressed the wrong button that's why there you go uh his uh his big hit was uh loving you ain't easy that that the kid the guy from canada juniper i think you made an enemy of scott schinder sorry well i know you knew him i just didn't know he was world famous you know maybe i would have i guess he should have faxed you his resume yeah um uh the next person we're going to pick a song from is my mom, who uh, lives in Connecticut and drove uh, down here to be with you on your birthday, mostly. Mom, how are you? Pretty good, Michael. You need to be a little closer to the microphone. Pretty good, Michael. That's better. Good. How are you? Good. Uh, is it your first time on radio? It is. Well, how's it going so far? It's fine. Your granddaughter does a good job. She's the best. She's a natural. Yeah. Yes. She's a natural. My natural charm is one of the many. You know? <laughs> your and your your uh, your ego that you keep in check. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Another one of my many charms. Yes, exactly. There are many. Your modesty. Yes, that that too. That you can <laughs> add that to the list. Yes, very good. Uh, you two have always hit it off. You uh, granddaughter and uh, and grandchild. Yes, we have. Yesterday was her birthday. Uh, people do always say that it goes fast, right? I mean, and and you always said that. And the years. The years, you know. Yes. And I always feel a little bit like when you look at me and Philip or Katie, uh, our sister, that you think. That you just see babies, sort of. You say little teeny kids. Because when I see her, I always, every time, I just think of this little, you know, bald head thing or a Well, that, that, what I say is, I see in montage. I just see strips of years. Yes, right. I agree. You just see a m movie, ha and but it does seem like the movie is playing at a, the wrong speed, sort of. <laughs> you know? How could you have gotten so big, you know? Yeah. So I, 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 I guess I understand now a little bit thank you of uh of how hard it is to watch someone grow old but it's also wonderful well, because it's exciting it's thrilling yeah. and it's mind-blowing but i mean i can you know i assume i was more fun to be with when i was five than i am now I, 
I'm not sure of that, Michael. It was a different kind of... You were very silly, you little kid. Yeah, well, silly is good. I, I know. Silly was wonderful. Generally speaking. Yeah. Aww. But one of the good things about I think, being a grandparent is you don't have to... Uh, you know what everybody says. You can... You can spoil them. Yeah, you can just like, have some candy. I don't care what your dad says, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stay up. It's all right. All right. Have caffeine. Tomorrow's another day. <laughs> Yeah. Heroin. Have caffeine. It's good. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did what have your grandparents done that I asked them not to do? Uh Do you remember? I, oh, you gave me they gave me a ham sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we never went it was that far. Turkey. They gave turkey, you a yes, turkey. A turkey sandwich. Just a piece of turkey. Gave you tur- they gave me a ham sandwich. <laughs> 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 That's all I could think of. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, whatever you do, don't give her any ham sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys have for lunch? Ham sandwich. Turkey. Yeah, Turkey yeah. sandwich. Turkey sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we make we all make mistakes. Yeah. If that's the worst thing they do to you, then you're not. Then you're doing I okay. I can't think of anything worse except like <laughs> stuff that I wanted. You know. Like no. that doll. That doll. That could have been something. Which one? That doll Sally, I think, was yeah, her name. Yeah, I remember when you walked home with this but giant... I did want her. Oh, I remember wanting her. Clearly. I, yeah, Sally had one of those magical disappearing bottles. Yes. And a little cup and like a little... Uh, a little plate. I still have the plate. Yeah. And the girl. I have but you Sally were... Too. How old was you when she got Sally? Three? Two or three. We were very lucky in that when I was, uh, when you were very little and you really, you were still in nursery school and I was working at this place where I would have a big deadline at the end of the month and I would drive to your house and work for two or three days in a row to try to get this thing and you guys would just play all day long and buy dolls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those were the days. They were the days, man. They were the days. Sweet. And then school wrecks everything. Ah, it sure does. <laughs> we had school this whole week, all the way until yesterday. They should have made it a national holiday. Yes, but tell everybody birthday. what you did yesterday during Mr. Meach's class. We played Family Feud. And it was boys versus girls, and the results were? 139 to 0 for the <laughs> girls. <laughs> what? And give us a sample. What kind of questions do 12-year-old Family Feud uh, players get? Um, what kind of fish would be eaten in a fancy restaurant? What board games would have been played when Mr. Meech so, was a kid, so, so like what kind of fish ago? would be eaten in a fancy restaurant? That's a pretty good one. And I got the, the right answer for that one. Salmon is the first. Was the number one the answer? number one answer. Oh, and then halibut, I think, and then tuna. Hmm. I like halibut. That's what I go for in a fancy restaurant. I like halibut. Yeah. Why would you get that? Salmon? No, halibut. <laughs> There's some kind of joke in here that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you probably just get it for, for the, the halibut. For the halibut? Oh. Ha, ha. Ouch. <laughs> wow. Let's watch, let's have Gaylord come in and open a few presents. <laughs> <laughs> well, Molly, you picked a song that was a little bit of a surprise for me. What? Yes. Well, you want to tell everybody what you picked? I picked, um, So This Is Christmas. The John Lennon and Yoko Ono song, right? Right. Which is, I think the actual title is called Happy Christmas War is Over. Right. <laughs> yeah. And do you remember this from when it actually came out? Yes. It, yeah. Well, and I also, I guess you said pick. Yeah. And I think it's right now, this year, it's a, it's a good, appropriate song. Because war's not over. <laughs> because... Peace you know, and love and... Love and... And... and it, 
We need that. Yeah, but we always need it. I wonder what John Lennon would think if he was alive now. That's oh a good God. question. I sometimes wonder that, actually. What? I think it's shocking. I think they would be shocked. I think you'd probably say, oh, Paul McCartney's such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he give the thumbs up so much? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think just to find the world in the condition it's in after all those years. Well, when you're somebody, yeah, when you're like the model for what a sort of a hippie type of person is, and then the, here is the world turned out nothing like... Nothing we didn't like. give peace a chance. Yeah. No, we didn't. <laughs> Turns out, yeah. I don't know. All right, we're running out of time. Let's hear this song, and uh, thanks, Mom, and thanks for your help last night, too. You did a lot. Everybody did. Everybody helped. Everybody, Everybody in this room did. has helped out all week. All right, let's hear from uh, John Lennon and Hugo. And this starts out with them whispering, so... So this is Christmas And what have you done Another year over And you won't just be gone And so this is Christmas I hope you have fun The
There you have it. Uh, Juniper, what do you think? I think that was great. You enjoyed the show? Yeah, I did. Looking forward to Christmas? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah? Yeah. You're not allergic to ponies, are you? <laughs> just, well, just curious. I thought the stable was this year. The pony <laughs> was next year. Uh, next week, I'll be back, and I'm going to be playing a lot of my favorites from 2017, including my favorite album of the year. Juniper just dropped the mic there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think everyone knows what my favorite album is. Do you, you know what it is? No. Oh, no. Oh, the... Wait. The Cactus Blossoms. That is, that is the best album of the year. Oh, my God. Such a good album. Amazing. Uh, I'll be back. Thanks to my whole family for being on the show. And a lot of... I barely got a time to read the message board, but there's a lot of messages on there, and I'm going to read them later this afternoon. Uh, thanks for everybody for uh, another year of checking in. I hope everyone's Christmas is great, relaxing. I hope your family is as cool as mine, and you get to have some fun with them and goof off and relax, take some days off of work. Hope it stops raining, and um, I'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, and I get the feeling you've been You want to read the ID? Good night. WFMU oh. Eastern, WMFU Mount Hope, and WFMU.org. Ladies and gentlemen, the following radio event, truly one of the most unusual of its kind, contains material that may be too shocking and intense for some audience members. If you have a heart condition or are easily upset, we urgently recommend you exercise listener discretion and immediately turn your radio dial. Hello there, and welcome to the exciting world of hip. This whole thing makes me sick. You make me sick. Radio people ought to do something about this. You know, it's just not right. I'm so sure it's a radio thing.
guess y'all know why we gathered here. But why the hell don't we get on with it? Surprise for you, baby. Hey, 
Dig that real cool snowman Standing in the lane Waiting round for Christmas With his top hat tied cane Everybody rock, rock, rock And they roll that man of snow They rock and roll out in the cold With a red hot go, go, go Snowman looked so happy He was glad because He'd be round for Christmas time To see old Santa Claus Everybody rock, rock, rock 